Welcome to the Dear Life Coach Podcast, where real people get coached on real issues just using made-up names. I'm your host and your coach, Joshua Wright. Welcome back to the Dear Life Coach Podcast. Today we work with Grace. Grace has never had a life coach before, and this was her first experience. It was a pleasure working with Grace, and she wanted to work on her motivation and accountability. For whatever reason, she really just felt like she hadn't been motivated to do work or do things that she quote-unquote should be doing, which honestly, we all can relate to. But instead of looking for that lost motivation, we decided to tap into the motivation for her other things. If you want to be on the Dear Life Coach podcast, all you need is a real issue, made-up name, and to email me, joshua at vpcoachinggroup.com. Well, welcome to the Dear Life Coach Podcast. Grace, it's such a pleasure having you on. Thank you for having me. Um, I know you're new to life coaching, so this will be an experience for you. But like I say, it's just a conversation between you and me trying to help you out. So what can I support you today? So I need some help with procrastination and kind of more that time management. I've been in a really big rut the last few months, Mm -hmm. and it's been really frustrating Yeah. So, so tell me a little bit more about that procrastination. When you say that, what does that mean? So for me, it's been, I'm procrastinating going to bed, Okay. getting out of bed, Uh starting my day. And then also I, I'm still in school. And so I've been procrastinating on getting assignments done and I've tried time blocking, like, you know, scheduling my day and it just, I blow it off. Like I'll try to have like a two hour thing of like, I'm going to study. And then I'm like, oh, nah, (laughs) just go do something else then. Yeah. Right. It sounds like your priorities are different from what you're used to. When you, when you struggle, you procrastinate to go to bed. You're not alone there. I know for a fact Uh, you're laughing. I'm laughing because we all sort of do that at times, especially when weekends come around. Ooh, it's good. I'm going to stay up late. So tell me a little bit more of the reasons why you procrastinate going to bed. I think it's because like, I don't want, I feel like right before bed is like the time I have for myself. Mm. So like, you know, that if it feels like that one hour of the day that it's like just for me and then I don't want it to necessarily end. Yeah. Tell me like more. I'm either reading a book or um, watching something on TV that like I enjoy. Tell me a little bit more about that self-time. What are you, what are you doing? What are you thinking? How are you feeling? So I usually try to read or um, like a fictional book. I really like that kind, that way to kind of turn off my brain. But then also I like watching like my husband and I right now we're watching the Mandalorian. That's addictive. Uh (laughs) It's so good. But then it's just like, I don't want to stop because like, I, one, I want to know what's happening next in the story. And this is like the only time I feel like I enjoy myself. Does, that, that's it. I, that's the only time that I feel like I enjoy myself throughout the day. So tell me a little bit more about what enjoying looks like to you or feels like to you. So it's like not, not feeling like I have to work or do stuff. So it's you know, it's just, it's more that leisure time mm-hmm. for me. Yeah. I'm hearing a sense of like wanting to take away the pressure of the day. Yeah. It's like 
turning off my brain from being so analytical or um, trying to figure something out. Like I'm not trying to fix anyone else's problems. Right. And that's all just going to bed. So let's switch gears a little bit and go to getting out of bed. The night has gone. Now it's morning. Tell me a little bit about that. Um, I have very vivid dreams. Okay. And I've actually trained my brain to be able to continue dreams after I wake up for a minute. Okay. So like the problem has been, and my husband makes fun of me is I'll have a really cool dream. I'll turn off all my alarms and go back to bed to finish my dream, Mm -hmm. which is a really, it's really funny because not very many people can do that from what I can tell. I've, I've honestly, I I know there's such a thing as mind training and and dream training. So that's actually, I've never met somebody that can do that. So you're unique and special and beautiful. So I love that you're able to do that. And I can sort of learn about your experience as you sort of go through that, that I presume is why you are struggling to start your day as well. Yeah. Cause then it's just like, I feel like whenever I get out of bed, it's starting to do like immediately, as soon as I get out of bed, it's like, I've got you know, I need to figure out how to study. I need to do some things um, before I go sub or do massages in the evening. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's like, I don't want to start my day quite yet. Right. And then how about assignments? So I'm just going through each of the items you listed out, the assignment piece. How does that factor in? What, what goes through your head to delay those? Um, sometimes whenever I'm, so I'm in a class I don't like right now. I'm in statistics mm-hmm. and it's not, it's math based. I'm not very good at it. And that really has been demoralizing. Okay. It's not like things have always came easy to me, but I've most of the time I've enjoyed the process of learning how to get better at something But this particular class, I feel like I'm not getting better at all. Mm-hmm. So then it, then that feeling has also gone into the other classwork that I've actually enjoyed once I get going. Right. And again, it goes back to that not enjoying piece, right? Mm-hmm. You're not enjoying the assignments. And on the reverse, the reason that you are delaying is because I am enjoying Mandalorian. I am enjoying reading my book. I am enjoying dreaming, right? Yes. What's the thought that sticks out when you sort of deal with these pressures and you decide to procrastinate? What's the sort of string thought that you come up with the excuse if you want some of them is like I'll start in five minutes so I have an Alexa I'll tell them to start um, a timer and then I'll just dismiss it or restart it or be like oh it's 905 now I'll wait till 910 or like you know it's 906 I'll wait till 910 to start the assignment um So like, I kind of just like push it off the most I can. So then that also leads to like a lot of late nights sometimes. Right. Can I, can I sort of suggest maybe a thought that you might have just from what I've heard? Yeah. It's, I desire to avoid the pressure. Does that sit right? Put it in your own words if you need to. I have to write it out. Give me a second. Mm-hmm. 
And I know you talked a lot about enjoying or not enjoying, so you feel free to use those words as well. So whatever sits with you. It is, I, I desire to avoid the pressure. Like I just, like, I want to avoid feeling, I want to avoid it. Mm -hmm. Is this what life coaching is supposed to be? <laughs> There's a, certainly a lot of self-awareness. Um, and let's talk a little bit more about that, that thought that you have. I desire to avoid feeling pressure. What emotion does that bring about when you have that thought? It, guilt. Hmm. Guilt because I know like the, what I'm doing is hurting me in the long run. Hmm. It, hurt, it hurts me now and it hurts, it's going to hurt future me. So then it's, but then I just, and then also some satisfaction because then if I'm doing the thing I want to do, it, it that's enjoyable. So might as well just keep doing it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so it sounds like you have that feeling of guilt after you have that thought, which then leads you to procrastinate more because you're like, well, I'm going to avoid it even further. It's a horrible cycle. It is right. And, and what happens when you keep avoiding? What are the ripple effects? So then I, I don't, I don't feel like I have, I don't feel like I put my best foot forward for the assignments that I, I, I do. So then I don't provide the best work I can. I'm not a perfectionist. I firmly believe done is better than perfect, but I feel like then I make silly mistakes. Hmm. So like I'll have spelling errors or gram grammatical errors or, mm -hmm. you know, like then I don't, there's been a few times I've submitted an assignment and they, my teacher was like, Hey, are you sure you want to do this? <laughs> I looked at it. It was like, no, can I please redo it? So I've had to redo assignments over. Well, which then sort of makes you take up more of your time mm -hmm. and less time doing the things that you enjoy doing. Yeah. Right. So let's just walk through that again. Just so I want you to be very aware of what, what it seems to be happening is you're saying, I desire to avoid feeling the pressure, which then you feel guilt for. Mm -hmm. And then you start avoiding further by watching more things or having more escapes. And then that leads you to some self-doubt and spending less time doing the things that you want to do because you have to redo things. Um, silly mistakes, rushing. Mm -hmm. And see, like now I kind of feel bad. Like it's like now I'm doing, like we're, we're talking about this and it's like, yeah, that's, that's what I've been doing to myself. And I feel so bad for doing that to myself. Like, I feel like I need to apologize to myself for, you know, hurting myself even more. Well, if you'd like to apologize, you can, okay. if you, you want to take that second. Okay. Okay. And I'm here to tell you that you're not alone, right? You shouldn't feel mm -hmm. bad. You shouldn't have to apologize to yourself, right? You're doing what you think is to allow you to escape feeling that pressure. You're human. You're, you're not, you didn't do anything bad or anything that nobody else would do. A lot of people are in the same bucket. So I'm glad you recognize that you're doing that to yourself but we all do. And you shouldn't have to apologize for yourself. You should celebrate that you're human and that you're here, right? You're looking for help to get better. Yeah. And then I'm learning that it's like, you know, we admitted exactly. there was a problem. We're going to put our best foot forward now. Exactly. Right. Isn't that one of the steps like admitting the problem is the first step to recovery. Yeah. 
Not, not that you need recovery, um, like we just said. So but we all so, need support as being people. Exactly, exactly. So let's shift that a little bit, right? Okay. You talked about what you, the reason you struggle is because you want to do the things that you enjoy. Yeah. What brings you to enjoy something? Uh, do you want to ask that a different way? Sure. Why do you enjoy things that you enjoy? What is it about the things that you enjoy that makes you love them? So escapism okay. is one of them. I knew that as a kid. It's like I've always loved reading or because like it can, I read fantasy. So, you know, you're going to a different world. You're learning, you're yeah. trying to experience that. Also, I've experienced different cultures um, through reading, which is fantastic. Mm-hmm. But it's, I think that's the biggest part is like, it's just that escapism. Yeah. And what do you love about that escapism? Part of me feels like I'm doing something when I'm reading because then, oh, I'm reading. This is a great activity, but then it turns bad. I was always that way. Even as a kid, I would, everyone's like, oh, you're such a good reader. And I'm like, yeah, but I am avoiding doing everything else. I was that kid that got grounded from books. Wow. <laughs> that was not me. I, my, my nose was put in the corner and told to stand there for, for half an hour. So D- different mom, punishments. Yeah. My mom and dad took my books away from me for like a week because I was not listening or doing anything else. Yeah. Well, so talk a little bit more about the desire to do the things that you aren't doing. Tell me why you want to do them now. So I'm not do- like, so I want to do them now because like, I've been feeling a lot of stress. Um, the next couple of weeks are finals weeks. So I know I have a lot of projects I need to do, but I'm not like, it's one more page. It's one more thing. What is it that you like about what you do? Why are you in school? Why are you doing these projects? Why are you doing all these things? Because I love, I love helping kids um, understand and grow to be better people. Mm-hmm. I prefer working with um, lower elementary kids and they still like the idea of just learning to learn. So I've had the opportunity to actually help some kids learn how to read in the last year. Um, and that was a fantastic experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, take it. Well, first it takes a lot of heart to teach and want to teach. So I commend you on that. And Thank it's you. it's beautiful the way you describe kids learning to learn. And I think we oftentimes forget that we also are learning to learn, right? Yes. Right? You're learning a new yeah. profession. You're learning a new profession. And, and that can be hard sometimes. How can you take what you know about teaching elementary kids and turn it into something that can motivate you? What is a thought you could have that you typically have about elementary kids? Not to compare you to elementary kids, <laughs> right? But we're all, we all at, at core are kids at heart. Yeah. What could you tell yourself to sort of motivate you to do the work that you do? Maybe gamify it a little bit, okay. like rewards. Because so for, you know, whenever someone's learning our kids, whenever they're learning how to read, um, 
the books if they finish the book we they got some s- small reward like a sticker piece of candy something like that mm-hmm. we, because like as adults we don't reward ourselves i think actually i think that would probably be a really good idea like an adult like I don't think it'd have to be something huge. Can I, can I share a story? Yes. So when I was a teacher, my first um, semester, the kids were rough. They were mean to each other. They weren't very positive. Mm-hmm. And over Christmas break, I thought really hard, really hard about how could I motivate these kids? And I came in in January with this grand positivity point scheme where each time somebody would say something positive about another person, the class would get a point. The point was not candy. The point was not Mm -hmm. a a pizza party. It was simply a rock in a jar. And that simple thing was motivating enough that the entire class, each, each classroom was screaming with joy every single day and positivity. And so it just goes to your point of like, it doesn't have to be big. It doesn't have to mean eating something or going out or doing something. It can be small, whatever sort of motivates you. We need to reward ourselves more as adults whenever we're learning skills. Yeah. I think that's the thing I'm coming out with more. It's like, I just, I need, I need to go get myself some buttons and put put them in a jar, fill up my I jar. Love I love it. Well, let's, so let's talk about that. <laughs> um, what sort of reward scheme do you think would help you and motivate you? I think stickers. Yeah. I'm a sucker for stickers. Yeah, I, I love stickers. I refuse to buy them because I, I always lose them and then don't know where they are, but I love stickers. Yeah, I, um, since I sub, I bought like cheap, cheap stickers because mm-hmm. like sometimes I don't have, I'm only there for like, you know, the eight hours Yeah. and like it motivates the kids to have better days. Yeah. What, what will deserve a sticker in your, your, your world? I think think first probably just like finishing the assignments because like I feel like I'm pretty low right now on motivation and procrastination like I feel like starting out like maybe just like giving myself a sticker at the end of the day after I finish like you know some assignments or you know I feel like I've gotten some I feel like I've actually earned it in a sense Mm -hmm keep it low keep the bar low for right now can, can i can i challenge you a little bit sure i would love it if you th- when you think about mm-hmm. what's going to deserve a sticker you make it concrete because what i'm hearing is oh at the end of the day once i finish or when i feel good enough that i did enough right yeah that's a very hard standard to meet because at the end of the day you're like oh well you know what i didn't do enough you get very hard on yourself mm. so at the beginning of the day or an assignment say this is what will create or deserve a sticker just be concrete about it. Okay. You don't have to do that now. Yeah. I think that might, I'll have to think on that. Cause that's, I understand what you're saying. Like actually have a benchmark to where I can meet it. And then if I su- succeed it, then I actually have to give myself a sticker. Even if I don't necessarily feel like I could do right. more. Exactly. Exactly. So what is the action that you would like taking away from here? What's going to, what are you going to do? I'm going to figure out a reward system. Okay. <laughs> it sounds silly, but you know what? That, 
but but it's but it but it's not silly right think think about the number of times your friends have said oh i treated myself today because i deserved it that's true we do it as adults you're just finding your own reward system yeah and now i have the opportunity to go buy some cool stickers yeah there you go exactly (laughs) what might get in your way of actually developing this reward system and, and staying motivated I guess moving the goals would be it. Moving, like having, like, oh, we're moving the goal constantly. Or um, I think that'd probably be the biggest one. And then I think saying that, like, you know, maybe I don't deserve it at the end of the day. Getting down on myself. Mm -hmm. Can I make a suggestion? Yes. Each time you give yourself a sticker on this reward system, say, mm-hmm. I deserve it. Oh, they probably, yeah, I need to do that. <laughs> right? Because the more times you tell yourself, I don't deserve it, the more you'll believe it. Mm-hmm. But you just, gave, you just gave yourself a sticker. Why don't you say, I deserve, I deserve it. it? You deserve it. Oh. Exactly. So, what's your biggest takeaway from today's session? taking things, breaking down things and actually looking at it in a way that I can actually feel like I can implement it. And also talking to somebody about it is really helpful. Yeah. Well, Grace, it's been a pleasure talking to you and hearing stories about elementary school and sharing my own school stories about being a high school teacher. I look forward to hearing how this sticker system works for you. Thank you so much. Of course. That's it for this week's session of Dear Life Coach Podcast. Thank you for listening. And if you want to know more about coaching, feel free to visit my website at vpcoachinggroup.com. And if you yourself want to be on the Dear Life Coach Podcast to get a little bit of free coaching, just using a made-up name, feel free to email me at joshua at vpcoachinggroup.com.